Oh, recording in progress. We are live. Oh my gosh. Welcome back to fun on weekdays, everybody. I have a guest episode today. Super fun guest who has been all over my for you page the past couple of weeks. My girl Shelby, the one and only queen of sad to savage. If you've seen her videos, I am obsessed with her and now she is my new internet friend and I'm really excited to have her on the podcast today. Oh my God. I am literally beaming, beaming. I'm so excited. <laughs> Shelby told me that this is also her first podcast too. So I feel like just very special that you're able to share it now with me and everybody else. I am so excited. This is, I think the perfect opportunity, the perfect place to kind of start. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys, for some background information, Shelby started posting on TikTok a lot recently. And I mean, I, I want you to tell your own story, but that's how I found you. And I watched your videos and First of all, like you have the best workout clothes. There's this purple set that I was scrolling and I'm oh like, my oh God, my God, this girl's so cute. And then I'm watching the videos and it's all about like turning your life around, basically just based on changing your perception of life and, you know, kind of like your daily habits. And then I saw the follows you right above your name. And I'm like, no way this girl follows me. This is perfect. So follow Shelby back. And I'm like, this girl needs to come talk on my podcast because Last week I did an episode or two weeks ago, technically did an episode all about like kind of when you're in a rut and you don't feel hundred percent yourself and you know, like just life isn't looking the way you want it to and how to get yourself out of that. And I feel like your story just aligns super well. So Shelby kind of give us like a little intro about yourself, where you're from, um, what you do for like your day job and then kind of how you got into TikTok. Okay, so I my name is Shelby Sacco, and I'm 24, and I'm from Michigan. Um, I'm one of six kids, and I started like getting into TikTok when my little sister would kind of force me to be in her videos, and I never took it serious, which is so crazy to me because it can really change your life. But right now, I work as an organic social media analyst, so I basically study GMC and Buicks like organic social media, which is crazy because I also didn't know that I was going to be working on cars, and I know nothing about cars. But over the last two years, I started basically studying habits in my spare time, reading about them, researching them, watching videos on them, because I was so sad and like a really terrible place in my life. And I couldn't figure out like over and over again, I kept failing and trying to figure out how to like kind of become happy again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, there must be something that I'm missing. Like there must be a way to figure it out. And somehow by like the grace of God, I've started reading a book on habits And after that, I went, I don't know if it's the way that my brain was able to like perceive it or what, but I just thought I was so lucky that I was able to learn it and started applying it. And so I basically changed my entire life over the the last two years because of habits. And I've been actually teaching this on Instagram for the last year. Um, I've lost probably every single guy that followed me because I'm so like, (laughs) um, oh my gosh, you can do this. Like basically women positivity. I mean, I'm, I support guys too, but I think it's girls that can relate more. And so I lost all my guy followers, which I'm sure (laughs) my boyfriend really didn't care about. But then I was like, oh my God, like I was looking on TikTok really recent and I was looking at videos on, um, I forget what habit, but a specific one. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any like additional resources out there. And I couldn't find one person on TikTok that was teaching habits or like explaining them. And I was a little bit frustrated because there were all these videos that were like, oh, like you need to do this. Like, here's how to change your life. Wake up and do this. And I'm like, y'all aren't even telling them how to do it. Yeah. What the heck's going on? So I came home 
And I basically, it was, it wasn't a frustrated video, but I just started filming myself after my workout. And I was like, you guys, I don't know. Like no one's talking about this, but like everyone's saying be Nick girl, but no one's telling you how to actually do it. And I did it. Like I went from being the saddest I've ever been in my entire life to literally so happy, so grateful, so healthy. Like every single thing I've been able to change and improve. And I'm like, I would literally love to teach that on this app. Like, why not? Like I already teach it on Instagram and I am, I got, and then boom, I guess it's so crazy. I've literally gained like 200,000 followers in a month teaching people habits. And it's even crazier because people are actually now changing their habits and like seeing that it actually is possible for them to kind of go from sad to savage too. Yeah, for sure. And I think also to having people's feedback, just to know that what you're putting out into the internet, you know, it's not just a 60 second video, even if it may seem like kind of silly or repetitive or whatever, it may not seem that useful to you. Like to have people come back and give you that feedback and say, wow, this has really helped change my mindset. I'm sure that's such a great feeling and just, you know, gratitude and thankfulness and also just chaos too, as you continue to grow, especially, you know, TikTok has that opportunity to just really blow up, blow up. And I, it's crazy. Cause I'm like, I know I'm going to sit here and record this with you. And by the time it goes live, you'll probably have gained another hundred thousand. So I'm very happy for you. I love seeing it all. And I want to kind of just dig right into habits because that's something that I've never looked into myself. I'm sure I probably have so many toxic habits or negative things that kind of start my day. And I would love to know about the book too, that you read. What was that called? So at this point now I've read probably 20 different books on habits or like, um, patterns in your life, but the number one book, like I, I act like it's my Bible is called <laughs> the power of habit and okay. the way that, and I've read so many on habits that I, I feel like nothing can amount to it. I love it so much, but the way that it explains habits is it's not only on your life, but it's in business, it's in like um, athletes, it's in every area. So you're really able to make sense of habits around you and recognize them. Because one of my favorite quotes ever throughout this entire journey is that you cannot change anything that you're not conscious or aware of, which is so true. I mean, you can't. So right. basically becoming aware of habits and aware that you are able to grow and learn, you're able to then make those changes. And not feel kind of like guilty. Like you really can't change anything you're not aware of. So you can't feel bad about being where you're at or not being able to get there yet because you didn't know how. 100%. Do you think that reading these books kind of made you then aware of the habits? And that's what really started your kind of transformation of taking accountability and kind of trying to make a conscious effort to change those habits then? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I realized it was so crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, well, this book is literally telling me if I follow these steps, this is the science, this is what's going to happen. Like, this is just what I have to do. And it was kind of cool. Cause I could throw motivation out. Like motivation wasn't an excuse anymore. Like, oh, I'm not motivated to w work out or to wake up. I just kept telling myself like, this is like science. I trust it. It's telling me if I follow this routine, I can become happier. Like I can create a workout habit. I can really reach any goal that I want. And I was just like, okay, I mean, I've got nothing to lose. And I started it. And that's basically how I started learning how to create them. And I failed a bunch of times. Like, I feel like habits don't just like form right away, but you form the habit of basically knowing what to do once you fail, like how to get back up and try again or change the next thing. Yeah. Well, I would love for you to talk about that. Kind of what was your mindset of how to get out of that and what you said about how motivation is not an excuse and it's just science. I've 
truly never heard anybody say that because every time I've ever heard someone talk about, you know, being in a rut or wanting to change their life, it's like, I don't have the motivation to do it. And so for you to hear, it's not about the motivation. It's about like following actual steps. I would love to know like what those actual tangible steps are. And then kind of, you know, what you said as falling out of that pattern, how do you find science to back, you know, building that habit? Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So the steps to actually creating a habit and I'll do creating a workout habit as an example. Okay. So in a habit, you have a cue, a routine and a reward. And for everyone listening, picture that going in like a cycle, like a clock going around and round. So the more that you repeat this cycle, like say, um, basically the more that you just do this pattern over and over again, it becomes automatic. So that's your natural response. So it would be like waking up and grabbing your phone. That's a habit that we create or um, turning on the TV when like you're done working. Those are all habits, but they become so automatic in our life that we don't realize that that's just what we're programmed to do. So for working out, you have a cue, a routine, and a reward. And a cue could be um, a time or a place. So for example, if you're creating the habit of working out, you would pick a day, so a set amount of days. So I always pick Monday through Friday and then a time. So super specific so that there's no like thinking or question. So your cue would be Monday through Friday at 7.15 to 8.15. And then your routine would then be working out, going on a walk, whatever that workout is. And then you have a reward. So a reward is actually a feeling. So it's like feeling good about yourself or like you're working towards your goals. But when you're creating a habit, when you're trying to manipulate the pathways in your brain and actually create this new cycle, you actually reward yourself with physical items. So I've, I've read this theory in multiple books and I've tested it like, a, I mean, that's why I have so many workout sets because I always reward myself with the workout set. <laughs> Basically the reward. And I, I kind of struggle with explaining the actual scientific terms, but I promise this is, I learned this is in all my books. The reward, actually gifting yourself something creates spikes in your brain, like dopamine spikes. So you are so happy in what it's doing it's training your brain and your body to basically respond and know that when you start, when you have that cue, so say you wake up and it's Monday at 7.15 and you're going to go work out, your brain can recognize the pattern that it was so happy. It's going to get rewarded for this action. This action is good. And that's how you start to create the habit. So, and that reward system, how you do it is basically when you create, or when you do this habit from Monday to Friday, you give yourself a smaller reward. So you create that brain spike. You did something really hard, really good. Um, and you knew you were getting that reward. Then you go again for two more weeks and give yourself a second reward when you complete it. So technically to form a habit, you need three weeks. And so when you complete this cycle, you're technically done. What I do is though, I know is that no one's like perfect. And sometimes habits are harder to get than others. So I will either repeat that same cycle. So go through another week and get a gift and then two more and get another gift for another time, maybe two or three times, or I'll feel like that habit's engraved and I'm good to go and then end there. Yeah, this is absolutely fascinating. If anybody's watching the video, I'm literally just like sitting here shaking my head. And I'm like, this is so cool because I've truly never talked about it. So in terms of forming a habit, how long do you think it takes for you to truly pick it up where you're no longer thinking consciously about, you know, doing these daily things? Or do you think that habits truly are a conscious thing that you have to think about that you have to, you know, put your energy into, or, you know, after a certain amount of time, you just, you naturally do it. I have an example to answer that. So I created my workout habit and I got that like so easily, like I got the pattern, I got the routine and I liked it. Like the big thing is, is once the hardest thing about doing anything new is starting, but once you start, 
and get through that first cycle, you're like, oh my God, like I like this, or I'm feeling better about myself, or my confidence is rising, or like, wow, that wasn't that hard. I got through that habit super easy in one cycle. My morning routine habit took me probably three times of rewarding myself to get. But now, say I were to travel, actually, I went somewhere where I had like a flight at 5 a.m. And um, oh no, actually I got home really, really late, but I was like, I don't want to work out. Like I'm so tired, but my body literally woke up at the time that I wake up, which is at 520 to go work out. And I woke up and I was like, no, I'm just going to sleep. And I was like, wait, no, like I'm getting up and going. Like my body is so adjusted. Your chemicals adjust, your brain adjusts. Everything's like, oh, this is what I do. So basically when you create these automatic habits, you, it's so sustainable because you shift with it. Okay. Like that becomes your new normal. That becomes your life. And it doesn't have to be so um, not thought about, but so conscious of a decision. Like that's okay. just what you do because that's who you are because that's your habits. Okay, cool. So essentially like at first it starts as a conscious effort to yes. go after this thing. And then over time, once you do it enough, it just becomes a natural like tendency that you have. So I've read this thing um, where it takes 28 days to form a habit. Do you believe that's true? I believe so. I've probably built and changed so many habits over the last two years. And I think it, I think it's hard to put a number on it. Technically there is like, okay, it takes a little bit over three weeks, but I think it depends on the person and the habit truly, because some okay. do take you so much longer and some you can pick up so quickly. And I think the difference is that you're not conscious sometimes of the habit or you're not caught conscious of the steps that you need to take to make it a habit. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. And you mentioned too, that you have different habits that you have. So obviously, of course, you know, like working out is one, is one routine, your, your habits towards your health. And then you mentioned towards like your skincare, what are some other habits that you have that have, you know, dramatically helped improve your life? And do you have any around like social habits? Because, you know, somebody working a full-time job and my podcast being all about kind of you know, embracing in your social life. Do you have any tips around, around those habits? Yes. Okay. So I, some of my daily habits are, um, I created a work or a waking up early habit. And I used to wake up like maybe five minutes before my first meeting at like, if I worked at nine at like eight 55 and I wake <laughs> oh, up every there. day, <laughs> right. And now I wake up every day at five 20 AM. I'm living my best life. I have a whole day before I start working and I will have, then I go into a workout habit. I have a self-love habit, which actually I want to talk about because that is, in my opinion, the most important, the most like life-changing habit that you can create and where I think people really should start and focus. And then I have like eating, little eating habits that I think about daily. Um, I used to struggle in the past with like a roller coaster of eating disorders. And so the eating habits made such a big impact in the way that I looked at my life and myself and my body. So it's like when you start creating really any habits, oh, this is actually really interesting. When you start creating the pathway of a habit in your brain, it basically makes it, it's like a river where it starts like flowing and becomes engraved. And the more that you practice a habit, um, the deeper and deeper it gets. And then when you want to create another habit, it has that pathway to follow. So for example, when I created my, my first habit, my workout habit, that was called my keystone habit. So then every other habit I wanted to create followed that path. And I had a much easier time adjusting or getting it or understanding the cycle. Gotcha. Okay. So it's kind of like the overarching model that every other habit kind of follows. 
Yes. So it's like um, pushing a snowball down a hill. Like it's hard at first and then it just starts going and going and picking up speed and everything becomes a little bit faster. So then going off of basically um, creating that pathway and going specifically into my self-love habit, which was really focusing on my mental health, which made such a big difference. I thought at the beginning that the workout habit was a good place to start because I was so sad about my body. But I realized that the biggest places that I needed to really sit and work to become happy again was actually my mental health, my mind. And what happens when you're creating a self-love habit, which I wish the podcast had videos that I could like show like the hand motions, but you have this, like these negative things that you think and these negative things that you say to yourselves and you don't realize that that's a habit. Like that is something that we created, which means that we're actually able to change that. And you can't, you can't destroy a habit. You can't break one. You can only change it. And what you do is you change that routine. So every day that I would wake up and like look in the mirror and be like, you're so ugly or your body's disgusting or just any mean thing, which, which was really the only thing I was saying to myself at the time, that's a habit. That's a cycle. You're, you create that. So the change there would be, um, and going back to the habit uh, model, I'll explain it like this. The cue would be looking in the mirror. The routine would be saying something so mean, so negative. And then the reward is feeling like maybe feeling better. Like you just made yourself sad and maybe you'll make a change. Changing that habit would look like this, looking in the mirror and then your new routine would be saying something positive and your new reward is feeling better or you implement that gift system. And what that actually does, which is so freaking crazy, is that you have this negative pathway. We're all this negative thought pattern and this habit. And by starting when you, when you look in the mirror and you say something bad, instead of just being done with that and that's your routine, when you start offering a new thought and being like, I'm pretty, or even just saying something so little, like my hair looks nice, or um, just like basically saying no, like that's, that's the wrong thought and this is something else, you start creating that positive pathway. And the more that you practice this and create this habit, the stronger it gets until it literally cancels out the negative thoughts. So that's, that's something that's so important that I don't think people know about. Like, I don't think that people understand, like, that's how you can change those thought patterns, but it's not a quick, like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds and that's, what's going to make me love myself. It's not that it's, I'm going to literally create a new habit, a new pathway in my brain. And it's so possible. But I think the problem is, is that people just don't know that or know the steps to do it which that's basically why I wanted to start like teaching people on Instagram that I'm like, oh my God, I'm reaching so many people on TikTok. Because once you have the steps and the knowledge and the understanding, you really are capable of it. Yeah. I think this is absolutely fascinating. And I, it's truly the perfect, uh, kind of advice that I need. And I know a lot of other people need too, because like I said, two weeks ago, I did this podcast episode, literally talking about this, how there are days that I struggle even looking in the mirror. Cause I just, I hate what I see. And so, and I said, I'm like, I don't even know any advice on how to change that. And when you're saying that it really all comes down to a habit, it is true. Like every day I would look at myself and I would say something negative, And then I would reward that by, you know, getting new clothes or getting new makeup or getting my hair done or you know, Botox or whatever. And I'm like rewarding those bad actions and I'm only prolonging it. So it truly makes sense that if you change that, you know, it kind of just gives you a healthier mindset. So I am curious uh, when you are doing this, you know, daily affirmations thing, and you're looking at yourself, you're complimenting yourself. Is it always around your looks or did you start with like, I love my 
heart. I love my intelligence. You know, some of those other things, because sometimes when you aren't comfortable with your body, it's hard to find things that you love, even though there are so many people that look at you and could point out like, ah, I'm so jealous of her eyes or her hair or her smile. You know, when it, when it is yourself and it is a little bit harder to pick out those physical things, do you find that there's value in finding other things? Um, even though you are kind of like looking in a mirror. Oh my gosh. Yes. So uh, when I started out and you can say these out loud while you're like looking in the mirror, which I do no matter what, or you can write these. And I started by writing these down because there's a connection between actually physically writing it and seeing your words in your brain. So it's actually better to either say them and hear them or write it. And when I started, I remember I felt so awkward. I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, I don't think these things, like I'm telling myself, I felt so weird saying that I was kind, like, I was definitely, I'm very kind now. I make like an effort. That's my habit, being kind. But I I felt so weird saying one kind thing about myself. And so I started pretending like I was writing about my sisters. So I wouldn't do just like just physical um, things. I would do anything like I'm so funny or I'm so smart or I can do really hard things or I'm good in awkward situations. Like it could be anything wherever I like felt like I was lacking or like anything that I could think of them. I would start writing. And what that does is basically it almost, it's almost like a phase of habits. Like it starts getting you comfortable with like saying these things. And I promise. So for anyone that's listening, that's going to start doing these things. If you feel weird or uncomfortable, that's actually so normal because the habit that you previously had, like what you were saying, if you look in the mirror over and over and then reward yourself, you created that habit and it, it, it takes not necessarily effort to change it, but there is a gap of like, oh, this feeling's really weird because I'm doing something different. So I would start writing just anything I could think of. And I remember, and I would do it every single morning. And the key is to make it basically to almost trap yourself because motivation isn't necessarily real. So to make it so easy that you can't get out of it, what I would do is I would put my journal next to my coffee maker. So I would make coffee. And when I, when I went to make coffee, cause I was doing that every single day, Monday through Friday for work, I would grab that journal and be like, okay, I'm making coffee. Like, this is my time. I'm just going to write some things like there's no getting out of it. And then I would pick a reward. So my first reward was always buying socks. I have the most insane <laughs> sock collection at this point. And it's funny. Cause they're like fruit of the loom. Like I'm like, what? Like I just went on um, Amazon and picked the first socks I could find. And then I would just keep going, getting new pairs. And then, so I would do that. And then I was like, I'm going to create this habit. Like I know from, from the science, from the books, like I'm going to feel weird and I'm not going to believe it. Cause I'm, I'm creating the actual habit of it. Like it's going to happen. They said it's going to happen. Like these people that wrote these things seem so smart. I trust them. And I remember, and this one took me a little bit longer, the self-love, which I think is so important to note that this is one of those things like, oh, it might take longer to form this habit than that 28 days. For sure. And I remember one day I was writing them and all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to cry right now. I was like, oh my God, like I kind of believe this. Like I was like, I actually kind of like myself. And it was so mind blowing because I genuinely did not, like there was not anything nice I could say about myself a few weeks earlier where I was like, I actually don't want to cry like at night. Like I don't want to say these horrible things when I look in the mirror, like I want to be kind to myself. Like this is cool. And then I remember, I think it was like, maybe a month or two months in that I woke up in bed one day. And I remember just being so like, I was like happy. Like my whole perspective was just like, 
different. And I'm sure it was developing and developing and developing. But at this point, I like really noticed it. And I just was saying nice things to myself out loud or like I would put on clothes and I'd be like, you're so cute. Like all these things. I was like, oh my God, like this is so crazy. And I'd already had my morning wake up habit and my workout habit. And I think maybe because those were such like physical things that you have to do that I, that I didn't know that it could be such a big change, like a big shift. Like I could literally go from sad to savage. Like I was so happy and it was a permanent change. It wasn't a a quick solution. Like I bought myself something, I mean, I did buy myself something, (laughs) but like, oh, I, I got this or, um, uh, like I used to seek it, seek validation from like guys or all these different things. It was like, I just felt this way because I created the pathway. And that's what's so mind blowing about habits. So freaking crazy. I think this is all like such useful information. And so I'm curious, I think you mentioned, do you think that this is the best way for somebody to kind of get into forming habits is to start with the self-love habit? Oh my God. I think it's definitely the most important habit. I think, so a lot of questions that I will get right now on my TikTok is basically, do they, are people supposed to start with one habit or can you start with multiple or how to go about that? And I think if I could recommend one thing to start with, I would say affirmations. And I think that's because it really depends on the person, how long it will take that habit to really set in and see changes from. So I would definitely say, say to start with self-love, even if it's as little as just like writing one or two things a day, that mm-hmm. habit's going to build and it's going to change. But I would also, um, when people ask me about doing multiple habits, you can actually do this thing called habit stacking and put your habits together. So there's two ways that I look at habit stacking. The actual definition is like, for example, if you um, want to, we're going on a walk and you're creating the habit of going on a daily walk and you also want to start learning about new topics or start reading more. And on that walk, you start listening to an audiobook or a podcast. What you're doing is habit stacking. You're doing something that you're trying to create with another thing at the same time. So you're making it easier on your brain. You're kind of connecting the two. So for example, anytime that I will do laundry, put away laundry, I literally love doing laundry, which is so weird because I just was not ever <laughs> like this. I listen to an audiobook and I will be zoned in so great creating that habit. So not only am I literally learning and becoming and just like really advancing like my mind, my soul set, my heart set by learning, but I'm also getting chores done. I'm feeling better about myself. So you can do that with other habits. So for example, I, my morning routine of waking up at 520 is to go with the habit of working out. So I work out at six. So I wake up because I get a workout and those two habits are separate and you can either reward yourself together or separate, but those really helped each other form. If that makes sense. Yeah. You can do them together. You can do them together or apart. And I, I would say, don't, if you feel like it's stressing you out or it's overwhelming, or you feel like there's a lot too much at one time, I would say just retreat back a little bit, but never ever get disappointed. Like this is the biggest thing that I learned is being kind to myself and loving and supportive. And when I would like fail at a habit or be like, oh, I'm not doing that one too good. Like I'm slacking (laughs) a bit. I wouldn't be like, oh my God, I'm so mad at myself. I'd be like, huh, this isn't working. So I'm going to actually switch up the routine. Like, oh, I'm going to, um, for example, I couldn't get to bed. I couldn't, I, I was struggling forming a new going to bed early habit. And I'm like, girl, you are acting up. So I was like, I've got to change the way I'm thinking about this. Like, okay, I'm going to actually, um, start getting ready for bed. I'm going to put my pajamas on at 8 PM instead of right before bed. So I feel like I'm like just changing little things. So if you feel like you're overwhelming yourself, take one habit back. And if you feel like you keep kind of missing it or it's not working out or, um, 
you're failing at it, don't get upset and just say, okay, how can I look at this a little bit different? Like, this is just not the correct way for me. And you right. just rephrase it. I've done that before in my sleeping habit, getting to bed early. I swear it took me like, I want to say maybe six to seven months of rephrasing. And every time I'm like, you are cracking me up. Like you're making this hard on me. Okay. We're going to try <laughs> again. And I, and I've got it and it's great. And I'm like, okay, that was so cool because I did that. I'm proud of myself. Like I got there and it's just, I think just like supporting yourself and knowing that you are capable of it. You can do it. And it's not you. It's, it's just whatever steps you're following and just shifting those around. Yeah. I love what you said earlier too, about that. You know, if you fail, like you're not actually failing just because you aren't seeing immediate progress. And that is something that I struggle with all the time. It's like, okay, I'll go to the gym for five days in a row. And I think I'm doing good. And then I'm like, I don't have abs yet. So then I think that I'm failing because I'm not seeing the instant progress. And what you said is it takes a long time to form a habit. And, you know, it, it got to a point where a month or two in, you're like, oh, wait, I, I'm, I'm kind of starting to see this difference. And so it really is like a marathon, not a sprint, which is ironic because Austin just had a marathon in, in, in the town this weekend. So that's where I kind of got that thought process. March freaking first. Can you believe it, you guys? The year is flying by. It's my favorite time of the year because everybody starts coming out from hibernation. The sun starts peeking out. It's a beautiful day here in Austin, Texas. We got spring break coming up. Maybe you have some spring weddings. And I can finally transition into my pastels in my closet. One of my favorite things to do when it's a new season is to just do a closet clean out. So that is my advice for you. Just get rid of some things that you don't wear anymore, go donate them, and then head over to Macy's.com and stock up on all of your essentials that are gonna take you through the spring. For me, you need a pair of light wash jeans, relaxed fit with a little slit at the knee maybe, some lightweight jackets that you can toss on at night, and maybe some new bathing suits if you have some vacations coming up. So head over to Macy's.com forward slash F-O-W and I'll hook you up with all of my favorite styles at Macy's right now for the spring. Um, I would love to hear kind of what were your bad toxic habits that you had before kind of taking on this concept and, you know, new way of life? Oh my gosh. I... I guess the immediate bad habits that I knew I had, like I knew I had were sleeping in or, um, I guess I had an eating disorder last year where I've gone in so many waves of like going from, um, bulimia to abusing diet pills. And I I couldn't afford diet pills anymore. And I started going to Adderall and all these things. So I had horrible eating habits, horrible. Like I would go until, um, wake up and go to like, sometimes, anywhere from five to like 11 PM at night before eating one thing. And it was so wild. So that was one of my worst habits. And then things like just negative self-talk, um, horrible thoughts. It even came like, there were habits now that I'm able to look back on that I've changed that. Like when you start this journey, you start learning and becoming so aware that now I'm like, Oh my gosh, where it's like, um, I'm, I'm not sure if this is necessarily a habit, but the way that I would let people treat me like things like that. I was in an unhealthy relationship before, and I'm not saying like, I was like the most perfect angel in the relationship by any means, but I looking back now, there's so many things that I've learned because of my habits. Like, for example, this is the coolest freaking realization. And I realized this, and I started learning about habits 
before the relationship ended. And this clicked in my brain from one of my habit books. And um, I remember me and my ex-boyfriend were in a fight. And I don't think I've ever talked about this. We were in a fight and- He's going to listen to this and be like, what the hell, Shelby? <laughs> no, no. No, um, spill the tea. <laughs> so we're in a fight and I, I'm one of six kids. Like my family's super freaking Italian. That's why I'm like brrr, talking with my hands. And I remember he was just yelling and yelling. And one thing that I never- wanted was a relationship that yelled. I mean, my parents like yell and fight me, my siblings yell and fight. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I I feel like families fight and whatever. And I love them. They're great. But I knew for like my relationship, what I wanted, I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship that fights. And the thing is, is I realized in that moment, like, oh my freaking God, I don't have to be in a relationship that fights. Like I can change the people that I choose to have in my life. I can, I have control over my life. And I think habits taught me that. Like if I choose to be, to not be in this relationship, I don't have to fight. I'm the next person that I choose to be with. That can be a requirement. Like I, I will make that so clear. Like I can choose what my life is going to look like. And I literally did. Like, I think that's, what's so crazy. Once I started realizing these things, like I deserve like love and happiness and, um, I can do anything that I set my mind to because of habits. I started getting those things back and everything upgraded, like my communication, my daily life, my relationships, even my relationships with like family members or friends or social situations. Oh my God. There's habits you can create for everything. So like, do you ever get like anxious going somewhere? Like maybe, um, for you, maybe it's like speaking somewhere or, um, filming videos or meeting new people, things like that. Yeah. I talk about this in my last episode, which I love that we're like flipping the script right now. Like you're asking me a question, (laughs) girl, you need to have your own podcast. This is incredible. Um, So I talk a little bit about how I don't really go out in, in public settings that much anymore. And I mean, I don't really like party that much is what I mean. And I guess looking back now, I realized that it was truly a habit that I had formed of every single weekend. I would go out on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday. And then the habit would be like waking up hungover and combating that by drinking again and then going out again and again, again, and then just kind of like letting my life pass by. And I eventually kind of realized that that was a bad habit and it was putting me in a bad kind of like headspace and just physical health. I just felt like very sluggish all the time. Um, and so I realized I was, you know, maybe not necessarily the best thing. And then also at the same time, like my TikTok started kind of like doing better and then going out in social settings. Now I get a lot of anxiety of like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do when I'm drinking, when I'm not making like a rash, you know, rational decisions or anything. So I definitely do struggle with that. And I think, you know, just a lot of people, whether you're on social media or not, like going in social settings is very difficult for people. And up until this year, I was really never able to kind of relate to that feeling. And now I totally get it. Like there's days that I would rather, you know, stay in. And then I think, oh gosh, is that like a bad social habit of staying in and not getting myself out there with my friends and everything. So I would love kind of your take on that too. Okay. You said two uh, like perfect things. So one, you said you started recognizing like that was a bad habit. Like, okay, you're combating this with alcohol and you're feel like your life's passing by. So we have those little moments all the time, all the time. But now that you're like learning about the habit loop and habits, imagine what you're capable of now that you realize like, 
oh my God, that is a bad habit. And you know, now like you replace the routine, like, and, and you can change it. Like that's so powerful. Like once you have the steps that like you understand what to do, it's like, holy shit, you are capable of anything. So you did it without even having the tools or realizing like you came well, to that realization on your own. I'm honestly coming to the realization, like just sitting here right now. I mean, I've talked about how that was a routine, but I never thought of it as like a habit because to me, a habit is like a daily thing that you do when I guess like in the terms of your kind of cycle and everything, a habit really can just be like a weekly thing or a weekend thing or a weekday thing. Um, and so I guess a habit can be anything, like even the way you you talk to your mom, like, okay. like something that you haven't seen since high school, like habits are every single thing. This is so crazy. Okay. So that, that, that was the first part. I'm like, at a loss of words right now. Cause I'm just sitting here thinking about, holy crap, I have so many bad habits, but that's so okay many. You can change any of them. And, and remember what I said about, you cannot um, change anything that you're not conscious or aware of. How yeah. are you supposed to change them or be in control of them? If you weren't aware that that's what they were for you sure. Know? Yeah. Even if it's, if it's recognizing now for like you or anyone that's listening, like Oh, like I, I, I say mean things about myself in the mirror. It's like, oh, we might immediately be like, oh my God, like I've done this horrible thing to myself. Like that's so scary. When the way that you're going to train your brain to think about, or just keep offering this thought is like, oh my God, I can change that now. Like I'm aware of it. Like I just need to like write out my next steps and follow it and know that it's going to change. Like the science says it's going to change. So that's what I need to do now. Absolutely. I, I feel like I'm going to make a conscious effort now. I'm going to make down a whole list of all the things that I want. I'm going to stack it up. You guys little like Wendy's four for four situation. You like pick and choose what habits I want to go towards. Isn't that so, amazing? Yeah. In terms of like the social anxiety too, that was the first point. And so then the second oh. point that you wanted to touch on. Oh, okay. So when you can make habits for anything, but, oh, oh my gosh, actually I've got three things now drinking, <laughs> like what you were saying too the actual habit of drinking is something I realized, which we don't even know. Like, and you went to college and graduated. And when I went, I went to Michigan state, we would drink and binge drink and create this habit of like getting so fucked up and puking and blacking out. And like thinking that was the thing, you know what I mean? To the point where like, we get so anxious when we're not at that level, because that's what we're used to. That's and so that's true. Right. And when I realized that, when I realized, oh my God, it was like mine mind-blowing. I was like, I don't have to black out like the way that I'm drinking right now, being like a maniac. I'm 24. I'm not the same that I was when I was 21. Like, I don't want to be like that. And I'm, I, I was like, I can't change it. Like, why am I struggling so hard to stop blacking out or to stop? Like, like, I don't want to wake up and feel hungover and feel like shit about myself and have sunny scaries. I'm so over sunny scaries. Like that's a habit. And we have to change that. Like you can actually change your drinking patterns. You can change that. You don't have to give it up. You don't, or like, you might want to give it up. Like you might be like, Oh my God, I don't want that anymore. Like I want a new habit, but that's actually something that we're capable of too. It's like, there's so much air, like anything that's in your life, nothing's permanent. Like everything you can think about and be like, I'm going to, I'm going to upgrade this. I'm going to change this, but even social situations, like I struggled with social anxiety. It's so funny. Cause I'm so social that I don't think people would necessarily think that or be like, oh, that's something she struggled with in the past. But it was like silly situations too. The habit that I developed for that is like, I will go through a list of things in my head. So say um, when my boyfriend and I started dating, say I was going somewhere with him and meeting new friends or going to dinner with parents, like what we're talking about um, when you meet Connor's parents and being like, <laughs> <laughs> a whole list. Spoiler yes. alert, everybody. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe one day. 
Um, but you can go through, you can create this, this comfort list. And I do this for like going, feeling from a breakup, anything. It's this list that you run through and it's like, I, and I tell myself, because if you, if you're going to go to, sorry, I'm kind of rambling, but no, you're you're not rambling at all. This is seriously so good. I'm, I'm convinced that you need to be a Ted talk speaker. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I got to email someone because I could, I could talk off someone's ear and perform too. I've got the hand motions down. Absolutely. Well, it's all starting here on, on my podcast. And, and after this, it. you know what? I guarantee you that a lot of people that listen to my podcast are going to listen to this and be like, I've truly never heard someone kind of speak about your life in this way. And it, I mean, just sitting here right now, I'm having so many realizations that I'm even trying to form like sentences to ask you questions because it is kind of just a whole different way to think about life. And now going to hang up from this call eventually. And I'm be like, wow, all right. I'm feeling refreshed. And I thought that I was like, you know, in a pretty good, decent mind space before, but you, you just, you're great. Sorry. I, I love you. you. No, I love <laughs> you. And I love that. Like, that is like what I'm kind of like obsessed with with TikTok is when people like have it click because I couldn't get it to click for so long. And I was looking for any answer, any person to teach me, I couldn't find anyone. And I'm like, how there has to be something that we can do. And the second that you become aware, the second that you're like, oh my God, I can recognize this. I can do this. You mm-hmm. literally realize that like, it, it's not hopeless. Like I realized like I don't have to be sad anymore. Like I can help other people not be sad anymore. Like I could literally explain this. And that's, that's basically what my goal has been since I started to realize habits and started to realize I was getting it down. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to help my sisters. I'm going to help someone else's sisters. Like this is crazy. But for before I forget about the list, so when you're going, say I was going to meet my um, boyfriend's friends or family, and I'm like immediately anxious, you actually, that's a habit too. those thoughts being like, oh my God, like I'm so nervous or I'm going to mess up or like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to start getting sweaty or like all these, these thoughts that you have, those are patterns that you've had before that you've created, that you formed, which means we can change them. So, but you have to consciously change them. You have to always, what I will say for anything with thoughts or mindset is that you always offer the alternative. So when you recognize, like when I um, say I'm nervous about going somewhere or like even nervous to come on this podcast right? and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm so nervous. I feel like I'm going to pee my pants. I'm like, <laughs> right, I'll stop and be like, and I always talk out loud because it's actually just better for your brain. And I will say like, oh my God, you are so cool. Like you're so smart. You're good at talking. Like you love this stuff. Like you are going to be so great. So even if we have those, like those initial negative thoughts, because that's a habit, building the habit of offering the other ones it's insane what it can do. And I use that strategy really in so many different ways. And one big way that I realized so many people are intrigued about on TikTok, I didn't know people would like be so into this is breakups. Yeah. And you know, when you start thinking like you're go through a breakup and I feel like you went through one, I'm trying to think when you did, because I've been following you for so long, (laughs) but yeah. We, I, I talked about it. Gosh, I feel like there's not a single thing that I haven't talked about in my life, <laughs> but I, I talked about it like a six year relationship. That's really the only like actual relationship that I've been in. I don't really consider the other ones like true relationships. Um, and that was like three and a half years ago, almost four years ago now, which is pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, kind of recent, but I totally know like breakups, especially if you're going through a cycle of talking to guys and you know, you're maybe not even in a relationship. Oh my gosh. The cycle of just talking to guys too, is probably a habit. Yes. And how you talk to them and how you think about yourself based off of them. Um, and also before I forget, I love how open and transparent and honest you are because it's so, it's so refreshing 
being like, that's what I struggled with so much when I was so sad being like, is no one else sad? Like, does no one else have these thoughts? Like I felt so alone and so confused. And I love that about you, that you, you share these things. And at times I'm mm-hmm. sure it is. I, and I can't imagine because I've only been doing this for like a month, but I bet it's hard <laughs> and, and the backlash is hard, but I think that the difference that you're making and the person that you are and, and the things that you're teaching without realizing are so much bigger than, than I guess it's like a bigger picture. Like your honesty and transparency is greater good. Shining. Thank you. You know what? I am really bad at accepting compliments. Like truly I get really awkward and, and like weird. Um, and I just recognized that that I typically have that type of response where I'm like, oh no, like it's no big deal. And now I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to accept that, that compliment. Now I'm going to start a habit <laughs> of, of accepting like nice words that other people are saying to me. So thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm so glad. And you know what I did for this? Cause I had a similar situation is your new routine could be writing in your notes or writing in a notebook, that compliment that someone said. And like why it made you feel happy or like why it made you feel good. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then that way you can kind of take somebody else's words so you don't have to pull something out of your ass. Like today I feel crappy about myself. I'm just gonna like make something up. But you can take something that someone else has said, their own words. And I like what you said. You just kind of react to how that made you feel and you know why or why you don't agree, I I guess. Um, So my one of my other questions around habits is so many people that listen to my podcast. I mean, I talk about like quitting your job, pursuing your passions nonstop. So I'm very curious, what types of habits do you have around like working your, you know, your corporate job? You said you work in advertising or marketing. Yeah. So organic social media, or I'm an organic social media data analyst. Okay. Yeah. Such a smart girl. So any of your advice for habits around like a nine to five schedule while also pursuing other passions, because as we all know, you are growing on TikTok, which is crazy. We were talking about that a little bit before we got on the podcast, but it is very hard. You know, when you have like a routine schedule, how to create habits within it and also work on other passions so that if you aren't like super into this job, how can you kind of leave that? Oh my God. Yes. The first thing I want to say is that, and I think about this all the time, if you can spend, oh my God, a ladybug just flew into my water. Um, (laughs) But if, if you can spend eight hours a day working for someone else, take 30 minutes for yourself. And I tell that to myself over and over and over. Like it's just, yes. like you, you do all these things for other people, your boyfriend, your friends, your family, like think about yourself and it's not selfish. It's actually freaking beautiful. Um, but so what I learned, which is mind blowing, I read, I think maybe like maybe seven books on waking up early. I'm a, I'm a reader, but also I don't want to be like, oh, I read every night. I listen to audiobooks every opportunity that I can, because sometimes it's just easier. So I'll read when I can, but sometimes I like listening to a story. I can have it stacked that way. It works. But what I learned is that the morning in a scientific way in your brain is so much better for getting work done, for optimizing your life, because, oh my God, and this is going to blow your mind. Actually, this blew my mind. So if you ever don't have time to like get something done, so you want to create um, a new business or you have something else you want to work on, or um, you have a job and you're a mom or a student or anything, you're not going to get that time out of thin air. That time's never going to happen. It's never going to be the right time. What you do is you literally create that time. And what better way to create that time than time that you never had in the first place? So that's waking up earlier. 
So for example, oh when, right, right, right. It's like, wait, the um, way that I just got goosebumps. I'm like, oh damn it. I'm setting my alarm for 5am tomorrow. There's right? so many things that I keep putting off. I'm like, I just don't have time. I just don't have, oh okay. shoot. Now I don't have an excuse. Well, so the thing is, is like you literally, before you literally didn't have time. Like we, we, we don't, that's what's so crazy. I remember I was reading this and I like, so I was like, oh my freaking God, this is crazy. So basically if I start working at nine o'clock, but I get up at five twenty. I have my entire me time, time that actually, which also helps with mental health time that I'm able to focus on myself and feel like I got things done and actually accomplish my goals is all before I start work. And what that actually does in a chemical way with your brain is it not only increases and there's scientific words for this, but girl, don't worry about it. (laughs) I'm bad at science. I've studied fashion. (laughs) I can understand it, but I can't, I, I have such a hard time saying it, but what happens when you exercise in the morning or you do a task, something for yourself in the morning, not only is your brain aware and awake and all these things, but you literally increase your concentration. You increase your energy. Everything basically gets better when you do, you use your brain or you move your body in the morning for the entire day. So I've got like a crazy freaking amount of energy. I'm like bouncing off the walls all day, every day because your body adjusts. So when you're doing like working out in the morning, you're like increasing all these levels, like your heart, your brain, and it's actually better. So you're getting more work done because you're actually, your brain's working instead of I'm ready, I'm up, I'm going, mm-hmm. but basically creating that time in the morning, I would say is the most essential part of my day that lets me actually do things because it will never get interrupted. Like your friends are never going to ask you to go get breakfast before work, but they're <laughs> going to ask you to go get dinner after work Yeah. Or- you're gonna, or you're going to work late and you're not going to finish your project or you're going to hang out with your boyfriend or someone needs a ride. No one needs a ride at, at, in the morning, <laughs> right? Like it's so crazy. Yeah, this is the absolute perfect segue into, all right, so Shelby, you wake up at 5.20 a.m. and then you are up, you're doing your whole thing. I love that you have like a, a daily routine, but it sounds to me like you kind of change up the routine. So you might have a habit and that habit might be, getting ready for the day. Okay. Well, when you get ready, you're doing a different makeup routine, or maybe you're putting on a different outfit, or maybe you're making breakfast, but you're making a new recipe one day or listening to an audiobook, but it's a different one. So there's different ways to feel like you're not living the same day over and over again, while also still forming that good, healthy habit. My question is this relates right back into fun on weekdays. How do you go from 5 20 AM having all that time, doing all that stuff, working a full ass day, and then still having the mental and physical capacity to go then do anything after work and make time for friends. And hell yeah. I love that question. Woo! This is like icing on the cake. This is truly like the, the climax of what I think everybody wants to know. How do you find that freaking balance? It's so hard. And this is going to literally blow your mind. And I've said this a couple times throughout here, but now it's going to click your habits, that routine that you create the cue routine and reward becomes automatic. I requ- it requires nothing of me, no willpower, no motivation, no nothing to wake up at the time I wake up and go work out, come home, write affirmations and start working that those are my habits. Okay. Like no, it's so automatic. It's what my body does. It's what my brain does. It's like as, as normal as reaching for your phone in the morning. You don't think about it. It doesn't take much of you. It literally becomes automatic. So for example, like you have like when you're forming the habit in the beginning, it, it, it definitely takes a lot out of you because you're creating that pathway and you're building it and you're deepening that river, that, that path. 
once it's there, it's there. Like that's your habit. It's, it's that simple. You don't think about it. You don't have to do it. Um, when you say like, okay, I'll change my meals or I'll, maybe I'll do different makeup. It's like, I've got habits of like thinking before. So like I'll plan out, like when I'm laying in bed, I run through my day in my head because I created a visualization habit where I visualize every night. Like, oh, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to wear this outfit. Oh, maybe I've got these um, groceries. I'm going to do this. And I just think about it. And it's like these habits optimize your life in a way that's like unimaginable. Like where I was at this time last year, and I'd already started this time last year, but I was like in the testing phase. Whereas me teaching now, it's like, you guys, I tested this. I learned this. Like I know what to do, when to do it. Like I've learned now. I figured it out first. I I was crawling so everyone could freaking run. And, (laughs) And so then I'm like, oh my God, like where I was, I could have never imagined a life like this, a happiness like this and understanding, like you have time for these things. You have energy for these things because you are your habits. Like that's just your life. Like you identify with it. It's like, if you tell yourself, like I, I tell myself every day, I'm healthy and I work out and I am kind. And that is who I am without a doubt. I identify with those things. And because those are my thoughts. And when I identify with that becomes my actions and my actions become my entire world. And that's just who I am. Because if you tell yourself over and over and over, you have no choice. Your brain is constantly, another science thing, your brain is constantly trying to prove yourself right. It is constantly looking for opportunities to prove yourself right. So if I say I'm happy, I'm energetic, I'm motivated, your brain is is identifying with that and you become that. It's almost like manifesting, which I love manifesting, but in the way that, you know, like just thinking like I'm going to become rich and that's it, that's yeah. You have to have a whole strategy and a plan. If I say like, I'm manifesting having um, like a fat ass. That was my, that's what, that was my recent goal. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I know I low key. I used to have like a, a bored booty and I've low key. I've been popping off because I'm like, I can do hard things. Like I'm going to, I'm manifesting this. This is what I'm going to do. And here's how I'm going to do it. Here's the habits I'm going to create to do it. So it's like manifesting with a routine and a strategy behind it. Okay. I think I just went in like 10 different directions. No, no, that was perfect. And the way that it kind of like ties in. Oh, the the, the question that I had, um, was around your life after work. So when five o'clock is over, um, what are your like after work habits? And then how do you incorporate those habits into your social life after work habits? So that's actually really, that's a good question. My social life, like I live super, I have five siblings and I live super close to them. Okay. And we're all really close. Like that they are essentially along with my roommates, my friends, my social life. Like I like hanging out with them or getting dinner or drinking with them. So that's always something that I'm honestly able to work into my routine. But after work, my habits would be like going and making dinner. Maybe I will call my parents. Um, I have different little things that I just automatically do like cleaning up or getting ready or um, even the habit of like, I have a habit of showering after I get home from the gym. So my hair is already dry. I've showered. I'm ready to go if I want to get ready and go get dinner with someone. Okay. Like kind of prepared like that. But I guess I have, I'm trying to think like most of the time, I don't necessarily do that many things on the weekdays. Like I like focusing on um, where I'm at, well, not where I'm at, but like what I'm trying to create right now. So okay. that's kind of taking a lot of my time on the weekdays. But on the weekends, um, and this is actually a cool point. When you're building habits, I always do Monday through Friday because you want to do something that's sustainable. Like when you do, like when people do diets or um, 
crazy things that like maybe they'll work for like a day or like three weeks, but that's not a life change. That's not sustainable. That's not something you can actually keep up with. So I build my habits Monday through Friday. And what that allows you to do is basically make the choice on the weekends. So like, you're not overwhelmed. You're not held to anything. You're kind of like, okay, like I can get up. I can work out, whatever. And through building the habits, you actually start liking them and like understanding like it's changing your life. And then you make those decisions naturally. Yeah. It's not required of you. So you actually have a better success rate with your habits because it's not a full time leaves room for error and it leaves room for choice. So I think that I'm trying to think how to answer this more because I have so many routines for after work. Yeah. Well, I know, you know what? I think this is like the perfect answer because the one thing that I really try to promote is like stop waiting until Friday at 5 p.m. to like enjoy your life and do fun things for yourself and like enjoy life to the fullest. And to me, it sounds like what you do for fun during the week is like invest in yourself. And if that is fun to you, then that's like, that's how you have fun on weekdays is by doing these daily habits, doing these daily routines. And it might not be everybody's you know, version of how they have fun. But for you, that is fun. And that's the whole point is that like fun on weekdays is just so different to every single person. And it doesn't sound like you are, you know, just like super set in your routine. You won't ever break away from that Monday through Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday are the only days you enjoy your life. Because if you have these like, you know, healthy habits that you've created for yourself, then you are every day, you know, living your life and making the most of your experience here. And so you don't need to like go out on the weekdays. Some people might do that for fun. And that might be like maybe where the idea of fun on weekdays kind of started from. But I I think it's really, really great to have a fresh perspective from someone like you who maybe you are a little bit more like reserved during the weekdays and you do share some of those like social things um, for the weekends. Like a lot of people do do that. And it doesn't mean that you're just, you know, waiting for your life to begin on the, on Friday. Yeah. And oh my God, this, that made me realize. So my like social, so I, and I definitely, I drink and I hang out in a responsible way now. Cause I used to just black out and puke every time <laughs> I drink, but now I'll drink and I'll have the best time ever, but during the weekdays. So this is what's so crazy is I used to define like going out or um, getting drinks as like the only way to like let loose or have fun. Mm-hmm. When I, I wake up and work out at six and I have like, that is my social time because my roommate goes with me. I've got like, f- I've met so many friends. I had such a hard time making friends after college. I made so many friends at this freaking gym. And then I brought like my, um, my boyfriend's roommate is one of my best friends in the whole world now. Cause it's a girl. She lives with um, her and her boyfriend and my boyfriend. And she goes every morning. And it's like, that's my friend group. Like that's where I get to hang out and dance and be so funny. And we're working on ourselves and we're aligning yeah. or like, we're going to get coffee after and it's freaking 7 15 AM. And I've worked in an hour and 45 and I'm having a coffee date with my best friend after working out and bettering ourselves. That so it's is like little things like that. Right. Yeah, that is great. I love too. You just brought up another amazing point is that fun on weekdays does not need to be after work. Like I've truly never thought about your, you know, your social engagement of the week of like keeping up with your friendships, because I do think that, you know, your friendships have a lot to do with like your time on earth and making the most of it. And so for you, you do that in the morning because that's what makes you feel best, the most productive. It makes you feel your best Shelby 100%. So I, I think that's a really great point that I've never truly had anybody on my podcast and myself, especially as someone who's not a morning person to ever kind of speak to maybe that key point that fun on weekdays for you is not 
it's not even at night on a weekday. It's, it's maybe in the morning when you're going and working out with your girlfriends. It's literally at 6am. If Taylor Swift, I love Taylor Swift. If she comes on while we're doing like squats, I'm literally twerking at 6am being like, like just being funny. Like you're just giggling. And it's weird because, and I like drink with my friends, but sometimes it's like when you're sober and you actually have that moment of like connection, it's like, that's crazy. Like that was really cool. Like I didn't make fun, like do something dumb or like, I didn't like do something like embarrassing or whatever. Like I just actually got to spend time with them, but I definitely, I think that is a crazy perspective because you wouldn't know if you've never tried it, but sometimes it's hard to get yourself to be like, Oh, maybe I'll have that. But once you try it, maybe you like meet someone and you love it or it changes your life. That's actually how I, I help people make friends. Like when people ask for advice, making friends, I'm like, go do something that you think you could really like. Like, even if you're like a dog person and you go to the dog park and and you're having a good time, like push yourself to like put in your notes, one question, and you're going to ask one, one person, one question, and then you're going to go buy yourself a coffee as a reward after, and maybe you'll make a friend and maybe you won't that time. But maybe if you make that a habit and you do that, every time you go to the dog park, every single, every time you're going to make a friend, and same thing with like a workout class. And I think that's why I have such a great community at my workout class and why it's like my social hour. Cause I started making myself ask people questions and I made friends with so many moms. I would say, Oh, like, do you have kids? <laughs> and I don't have kids, but I'd be like, Oh my God, I love that. Oh my God. And that would be like my, t- my way to get in a conversation with them. Cause they talk about their kids. For so sure. It's like- a really great way to kind of like break that comfort zone is forcing yourself to do that habit so that eventually you kind of become the social person that you're just you're in a natural routine of asking people questions and like putting yourself out there, maybe meeting someone at the gym or the grocery store or the coffee shop or whatever that is. I think that's definitely another interesting uh, take on making friends post-grad too. Cause as two girls who are 24, you know, usually I just say, put yourself out there, but this is a really great way to force yourself to do that is by asking some random person that you think like, Oh, she's kind of cute. Like I could be friends with her. Ask her a question. That's really great. Right. And it, it makes you almost I guess once you do it once, and that's the thing about habits is once you just say like, I'm going to buy myself, like you have an incentive. I'm going to buy myself this coffee after doing this. If I can just ask this one girl, one question, you realize like, oh, that wasn't terrible. Like that wasn't that it's, it's getting yourself to start. Like that wasn't terrible. And like, oh my God, now we're going to go hang out and get coffee or, oh my gosh, now, like the next time I see this girl in my workout class, like she's going to say hi. And it, it, it's For like sure. a chain. Everything goes in like that, that chain reaction. It really is life-changing. Like habits can change your life. You you can change your life and make it beautiful and so happy. And we're all capable. And it's just figuring out steps and manipulating the habit loop. It's Amazing. so cool. I love that. So it sounds like habits are important in your relationships, not only like romantic interests, but also with your family and your friends, making new friends. Habits are impactful in your career, whether that is, you know, putting time towards your passions or creating more time to be able to do that or putting more time into your work so that like you're advancing your in your career, working up, waking up early or, you know, putting time into your schedule to work out. So you're increasing your overall health and your mental health, your physical health and working out all of those things. Like it sounds as though you really have everything down to a T. So do you ever have those kind of like daily struggles when, you know, it's just sounds like your life is so put together. Um, do you think that there's a little bit of pressure for it to like not be perfect because I mean, to me sitting here, I'm like, holy shit, this girl is like grace of God right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that's a really good question. So I definitely, and I love that. I love that. I'm so, 
human, but I have created this mindset that I'm so proud of that is positive and, and sees the light, but I still get like sad or I'll get upset. And I think I have two examples. So I used to suffer from really bad panic attacks. Like I, I also studied the mind and the gut connection. My sister had really bad gut issues and I was like, I'm smart. I'm so, I've told myself I'm so smart. I'm just going to figure it out myself or doctors aren't working. I'll figure it out. And in this book, I learned that like some people feel anxiety and, and feel anxiety when something happens, like their stomach starts hurting or they start having those feelings. Me, I don't feel necessarily that anxiety. I go straight. Like I let it bottle up and get a panic attack. And so one way that I was able to actually fix that, and I, I don't get panic attacks anymore because I created a new habit. So when I get like really upset all of a sudden, or I start getting anxious, I have this, this way, like I will stop and I have new habits instead of just getting, letting it progress. I'll be like, okay, you're okay. Let's talk out why you're feeling this way. Like it's okay to be stressed out about this. I literally thought the last time I almost had a panic attack, I thought that my passport expired the day before I was going to the Bahamas with my boyfriend and I went zero to hundred. Like I'm like hyperventilating. Like I'm like, I'm about to have a panic attack. And I just started talking out loud and I'm like, what can like, it's okay. Like we're going to figure out a solution. Like what can we do to feel better? Like we can progress, like we can change this. Like just, just having those little habits in place really change my life. Or for example, if I do get upset or sad and I have one thing that happened recently um, that has to do with habits and routines where I, I got COVID and I think I have like a little special blood type. I'm not trying to brag, but I've got a rare blood type and I react so bad to COVID. I've had it twice now. And the first time I was like severely so sick for a month, like couldn't sit up, didn't stop throwing like horrible for a whole month. And I just had it again in December. And so when I started creating my habits, I went essentially almost a year of being perfect from last year to this December, like no major slip ups. Maybe I was like driving in a car to Florida and I couldn't do my habits or whatever, but like, and, and the things like my sleeping habit, like little things like that. Like I'm constantly working on it. I'm feeling great about myself. And I got COVID again in December. And for 10 days, I was so sick. So it's like, I didn't work out. I didn't do any of my habits. I was like, okay, I know last time I was sick for over a month and I need to just let my body rest and eat and whatever. So I'm taking that time and I'm like, okay. And right after I start feeling better, I'm going on a family trip to Florida and my body's still healing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to like, I want to work out. I, I go visit my grandma all the time and she's got a gym. Like I can work out. And I'm like, I'm not ready. And I got back from Florida and I, I was like, I don't really feel that good. Like, I don't feel good. And I'm like talking to myself. I'm like, oh, like you've been out of your routines. You've been out of your habits. It's okay. And I weighed myself and I don't weigh myself that often. It's more like, I'm just curious. I'm trying to grow booty. So I'm like, am I, yeah. am I eating enough? Like I'm trying. And I had gained 11 pounds in, in that 17 day time span. And my immediate reaction, which is, I think is so human was like, and, cause I hadn't had that happen in the year where I'm like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm upset. Like I would be lying if I said I wasn't immediately like, oh my God, I'm so devastated. Like I didn't know how to react because I hadn't right. had that. And instead of just like crying or going and being like, I'm going to retract back to like my eating disorders, or I'm going to do this insane workout because I need to lose this weight. I stopped. I was probably devastated for like two minutes. Just like, oh my gosh, what's what? And I was like, okay, like think about this logically, girl, like you love your routines. You were just sick. Like your body had to rest. It's not weird that this happened. Like it's actually quite normal. And what we're going to do instead is we're just going to go back to our routines. We're going to be so cute. We're going to wake up. We're going to, we're going to make sure we're on track because that's, that's your normal. Like you were just out of your normal. Like it's okay. And I was like, okay, we're going to check back in, in a month. We're going to get back on it. 
and it's fine. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, like, it's okay that I, I had that kind of like my first big like moment where I was like upset with myself, like Mm -hmm. really genuinely sad because the habits in place after it being like, oh my gosh, I can get myself out of these, these bad moments. Like while I still have them, it's like, it's not a bad life or I used to think it was a bad life. I used to think it was a horrible life. I'm like, it's just a bad moment and I'm going to fix it. And here's how. So I think that's what's, that's something that's really cool too. Is like when you start creating these habits, you start realizing like, oh, I don't have coping mechanisms or, oh, I don't have the most healthy response to this. And it's like, okay, like this is, this is my habit of doing it. What can I change? What can I try differently? And, and when you create that pathway, you're able to try them. So mm-hmm. when I have a moment where I'm like sad or in a fight with, like sometimes I'll get in a fight with my sisters about clothes and it's like so silly. And then I'll just like, I'll literally, I've been able to stop and think in situations where siblings are so different, where you're like, oh my God, like give me, like you just immediately react because those are your siblings. Like those are your habits your entire life where I'm able to stop and be like, oh my God, I love you. I, whatever, like think about it differently and not react. Like I have a habit of like, like thinking now and not being like a mean older sister. I, mm-hmm. I have not been mean, a mean sister, which is so silly in, since I really started habits, because you just realize you don't have to be like, you realize like, I want to be this person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fall in line with these actions. And then you become that person. So I That's- think that that answered it, but I think I did another like, yeah, no, no, that answered my question perfectly. I mean, literally your answer was just when you are kind of like breaking away from these habits, you give yourself grace because like, that's normal. That's human. And I loved what you just said at the end is that you can create habits to become the person that you want to be. And that is super important. I think honestly, one of the, like the best takeaways from this entire episode, and I know we're kind of going like a little late right now, this is a kind of long episode, but I cannot let this episode end without talking about your recent like sad to savage TikTok, everything that's going on with social media because super excited for you. And I just want you to share with everyone because I think anybody who's going to listen to this episode is just going to want to hear you talk more and more. So your, your series on TikTok, sad to savage, when did you start that? And what was kind of like the mindset? And you talk a lot about habits on it, correct? Yes. So I started this essentially on January 21st, I think today's what the 23rd. And I have, I think almost 200,000 followers. It like took off immediately. And what it was, was basically just saying like, Hey, like I changed my life. Like I went from rock bottom, so sad. And I, I call it sad and not depressed because I was never diagnosed because I never went and got help. I never talked to anyone. I literally was just in this hell by myself suffering. And I knew that there were other people that feel like that. I know that there's people that look in the mirror and get upset. And I knew that I could help them. Like, I was like, if I figure this out, I can help my sisters. My sisters will always be like my biggest motivation. Like when my sisters say something like negative about themselves, I'm like, oh my God, like that makes me want to die. But like, I say those things too. Like, it's like, how can I help them? And I have a brother too. I love him too. But so he's that <laughs> he's still 14, but he is single. Oh, honestly. God. <laughs> I did not ask you guys that for legal reasons. I did not ask. <laughs> it's it's funny though. Cause I'm so much older and he's the youngest of the six. So I'm the second oldest and he's the youngest. Oh my um, God. He, he literally, he's funny. He doesn't want to deal with girls because we're so crazy. His five older <laughs> sisters. So he's, he's hilarious. Maybe he'll listen to this. Maybe I'll have to force him, like drive him somewhere and put it on. Oh um, but so I started basically talking on TikTok, just making a video. Like, this is what I did. I lost 25 pounds. I changed my mindset. I wake up every single day early. Like I am kind. I love myself. I literally love myself. I'm my number one fan. 
I'm so kind of myself and my, my life is honestly very beautiful. And I, it's because I created the habit. I, I literally handpicked what to do. I failed a thousand times to literally figure it out. And now I'm like, oh my God, I know that I can teach people this too. Other people deserve to be happy, deserve to understand and deserve like, like knowing that this is out there. It's, it's just that they didn't have the steps. Everyone else can have this life, create these habits, improve their life. Even just 1% every single day transforms you, literally transforms you. And so I basically just started posting that. And I was like, okay, what habits? At first I was like, what habits are like so big to me? Like, what are the big ones that people will want to learn about? And I started posting like, here's um, reading daily. Here's how to like, you always say you want to read, like, oh, you want to be an it girl. And whatever your idea of an it girl is like, here's how I literally became a self-proclaimed it girl. And I think I'm one step up from it girl. I think I'm full-blown savage, but, (laughs) and it's like, here's what I did. And here's what you do. And it's like, everyone says like, you should do this. And like, if you want to be this it girl, do this, but no one's teaching you. And it's like, all we need to do is be taught. We never, we're never taught how to like form habits, healthy habits. It's so crazy. And so I started thinking like really just sitting down and what I talk about mostly, or what I talked about on Instagram was always like, healthy mental habits, self-love, working out, all these things. But now it's like basically the crowd that I've been able to reach, it's been so beautiful to like basically teach that you are capable of this. And I think I think that I'm really relatable because I love being honest. I'm, I have zero filter and not in the like, oh, I don't think before I speak. It's like, I know that my story and what I went through and what I learned is beneficial. I know that there are people that are like me out there that, that were suffering silently or frustrated or, or just settling for the, this, this life, like crying themselves to sleep, or even just like not feeling good, good enough or like anything. And I'm like, I know there's people out there and, and I can help them. And that's basically what I've been doing. And it's funny because I think I'm able to be so transparent and honest and have this connection because I've let go of judgment mm-hmm. and the fear of judgment. And that really did come from self-love. And, and when you're so sure of who you are and you tell yourself, like I've told myself every freaking day, I've these books filled with just over and over telling myself who I am. You don't get affected by the thought of someone else not liking you or not agreeing with you. It's like, oh my God, like, yeah, that's their perspective more power to them. But like, I love myself. Like I literally am obsessed. I obsessed with myself. Like I think I'm smart, funny. No one else's opinion could really affect me. And I know what, and a lot of that is encouraged by like, I know that there's girls out there that are going to benefit from what I'm teaching. So I started sharing it. And I, I said in the first video, I'm like, I went from freaking sad to savage. And it's funny because my sister, actually, I owe her the word savage. Her name's Sophia. And every time she would like drink, we'd call her savage Sophia. Cause she was just so freaking funny. And, but I love the word savage. I started taking it from, cause we just would say it all the time to each other. And someone commented and was like, Oh, like sad to savage. You should use that. And I was like, I give you all credits. Thank you. And I'm going to run with it. And so then I just started posting and the response was so crazy because I think people realize like people right. have that moment where they're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like that makes sense. I literally can change my life. Like, oh, I never knew that. Like it's, it's, you weren't, weren't aware. You didn't know. How are you supposed to do something you don't know? You literally can't. So yeah. it's like teaching people and like seeing that aha moment has been so crazy. And I ideally want to create a course teaching this and like, cause there's habits for everything that I've mastered, like breakups, um, relationships, um, health, mindset, soul set, heart set, everything where that's like my dream to actually be able to teach more because I've gotten so many messages and comments 
And I wish I had more time today. I actually want to start waking up at 4 a.m. so that I have more time in the day. Girl, I can hardly do like nine. <laughs> Work and oh, and a big thing is working down and and slowly going. But um, but it's been so cool because I am watching people change their life. Like I I knew they I know that the, everyone's capable of it. I know it because I did it. Like and that's what's so cool is like, hey y'all, like I literally here's exactly how I did it here's how long it took me. And now it's going to take you less because I'm giving you every, I'm perfected this. And I think that's, what's so crazy and why it's getting such a good response. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm so happy for you. And what you said about how you want to eventually teach people. I mean, you are teaching me just sitting here for the hour and 15 minutes we've been talking and also teaching thousands of people that listen to my podcast. And I Truly, I'm very grateful that we're able to just like sit down and have a conversation because it's only up from here. And I'm just picturing like how much this is going to help all of the people that listen and follow me and hopefully now will listen and support you. So I would love for you to kind of plug your socials for anybody to follow you and kind of continue this conversation for anyone who is interested in becoming sad to savage. Oh my God. I love you. And I love how supportive you are. Like that is beautiful. That really is. That's a great habit. That's a great quality that you possess. <laughs> and I love that. That's beautiful. Um, my social media is funny. It's Shelby Sacco. So S H E L B Y S A C C O five, because I have five siblings. I love my siblings, but it's okay. TikTok and Instagram. And I talk so much about obviously sad to savage on TikTok, but on my Instagram, I post all my habits daily. Like I'll post affirmations. If you need ideas, Um, I always share so many recommendations and resources, um, even just like holding you guys accountable by like saying like, okay, here's how I visualize. Here's, um, how I just laid out my outfit or here's what I'm doing today. I think that it's easier when you're exposed to it and you can continue to learn, but I love talking to people. I love this platform. This is literally my passion and my purpose is to teach this. And it's so freaking cool. And I'm so grateful. I'm, I've never been so grateful, but I would love to continue to do this and just keep learning. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity too to get to talk to your audience because I think that you're such a positive role model. Oh. And then getting to be here, like I've literally followed you for so long. I was like, oh my God, don't get, I was telling myself like, you're not a sweaty person. I'm sweaty. But I was like, you're not a sweaty person. Don't get sweaty. It's going to be okay. Um, and it's just been really, really great getting to talk to you. Like I've been so comfortable. Like you are as cool, actually even cooler. Like I already thought <laughs> the world of you and now I'm like, oh my God, I love her. And I really want you to come visit Michigan. Oh, you're so So sweet. You know what? Maybe one of these days, I I really want to go to Michigan. I've heard so much about Lake Michigan specifically. Like, I don't, I don't know. I grew up getting TV commercials for Lake Michigan nonstop. And now that Connor is from Michigan, I'm like, ah, maybe I'll make my way over there. Who knows? But I do, I really do feel like we are kind of like besties now after this, and I'm going to take your advice and start forming habits. So I think that's a perfect, um, idea of what my listeners can do this week for fun is like write down a habit that you want to complete and do like a check-in at the end of the month, maybe, and just like, see how it's going. And then maybe just keep on adding on from there. And I'm going to do it with everyone too. So I'll have to keep everyone updated how it goes. And you too, Shelby, like I would love all of your advice. 
I love that. Yeah. Text me literally anything, any questions. I have so many for anyone listening. I have so many examples of habits with like actual vis- visualizations. I learned that that's how you can teach better when you can explain it in different ways to someone. Your brain can actually grasp it in a different way in different like hemispheres, again, a science thing, but your brain can actually take advantage of it in different ways and process the information. So I have so many diagrams, explanations on my Instagram and my TikTok. And I would love to help anyone. I'm so excited to watch your journey. That's what's so cool too. I'm so excited to watch and like see the changes and the happiness. And like, it is such a process where it's like, it doesn't happen right away. That's why you do those rewards. So you have those brain spikes and that chemical reward. So you're feeling good about yourself. But when it happens, you had this one moment where it's like life will never be the same. And it's so crazy. And I feel so grateful that like, I'm able to introduce people to that. It's so cool. It's so cool. Girl, I'm like, I have goosebumps right now. I absolutely cannot wait for this episode to go live. Cause I just know everyone is going to absolutely love it. And there's so many key takeaways that can actually use to change your mindset. And it's not based on motivation. Like the first time I've truly ever heard somebody say, I would just like motivate yourself to get up early. You know, like you're giving people Motiv- tangible you can't tips. Do that. Yeah. Motivation's literally, it's not real. Like I struggle with saying that because I believe that motivation's not real habit habits are. And when I think about how I got myself to actually start the habits, I don't think it was motivation because I wasn't motivated. I was freaking sad. I was disciplined. Like I was like, it was almost a logical thought. Like I was disciplined. I'm like, if I do this, it says this is going to happen. Like science says that I'll be happier. Like I'm not motivated to do it. I'm almost like, I'm apprehensive. Like I'm going to test this. So that's what's so cool. It's not motivation. It's like, you can do this. You don't have to tell yourself like, uh, you don't have to encourage yourself in those damaging ways that actually don't help or create results. You just have to basically believe me and believe the science. Yeah. Well, you know what? It might not be motivation, but I think that this episode will give people motivation to create a habit. So I am so, so thankful for having you on. I'm, I'm seriously beyond words. This is going to be so great. And I just want to thank you again, guys. Her socials are going to be tagged in like the bio. So make sure you follow her and learn more, take her advice. I'm going to, and I guess that's it. We'll wrap up the episode. And my last thing that I always say, Shelby, um, is see you guys next Tuesday. But if you have any signing words, would love to hear it and we'll close it off. (laughs) Oh my gosh. For everyone listening, you are capable. I believe in you. I support you. I was you. And I promise this life, you deserve whatever life you want and you are capable of achieving it. And I will help you get there. And I believe in you. And I, oh my gosh, what a way to end it. You guys love it. Yeah. Oh my Shelby, you are a superstar. I cannot wait to kind of start my own journey with you. So thank you guys, everyone. And we will see you next Tuesday.